Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hello again, and welcome to the Everyday Revival podcast. We're just uh, getting into another subject today, and uh, it was wonderful being with you for the other uh, the other broadcasts and um, really looking at um, the qualities of a Christian on fire. We're not we're not on that one now. We're we're moving on, but um, you know, uh, before we get started, we're talking. My husband and I were talking about how you know in the the days we live in, the, the, the time we live in, you know, we were born for this time. Uh, we were born in, on purpose for this time that we live in and excited to live in this time. Um, even though challenging things are going on, I know we're equipped for it and you are too. Um, but you know, we're living in a time where things, you know, there used to be, this is right and this is wrong. And now we're living in a time where everything is trying to be gray and, you know, you can kind of do this and this is okay, but this isn't, this is real. This isn't real. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to talk about these things and we're going to talk about what, what the real is, what is real. Um, uh, you know, there's fake news, uh, there's, uh, fake people, (laughs) there's, uh, fake pictures, uh, my kids were showing us pictures where, you know, you can actually make somebody look like they're somewhere where they're not by placing them in a picture and, or changing the background and it looks absolutely real and you, you have to be a professional to have a professional eye to know any different. And so because things are shifty and, and you just in, in, in society, you don't know where really the real is unless you know God and you have a relationship with him. That's when you know by, by, uh, by living by the inside of you, in other words, where the spirit of God is on the inside, then you know by that inward witness, okay, that's not real. Uh, yeah, that's not real. That's fake. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to kind of talk about these things, um, because I think it'll really give us a, a, a different view on how to, how to live in this life and how to see things instead of seeing it the way that the world portrays that we should look at things. We're not supposed to see things the way they see them. Actually, we're supposed to see them the way God sees them and view everything from his lens, not everybody else's lens. Um, one kind of the key verse that we're going to look at here is James 5, 7. And James 5, 7, the very first word in it is establish. And it says, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Well, if it weren't, if it wasn't as true back then, meaning like, Jesus wasn't coming back quite at that time like they thought he was. If ever there was a time things are lining up, we would think now is the coming closer to the coming of the Lord, right? So I want to make sure that my heart is established. Well, what is an established heart? What does that mean? How am I going to establish my heart? Well, an established heart is one that's rooted and grounded in the things of God rooted 
and grounded in the things of God. Now, I'm not, this isn't a bad confession, but you know, look, when, when I plant something, um, I've had my, uh, my times of failure, you know, in planting, um, flowers, um, especially in the South here. Um, you know, if you put them in the wrong place, if it's too shady, they're going to die. If it's too hot in the direct sunlight and they're not supposed to be there, they're going to die. So I've had, you know, my, my failures in that area, as far as something growing and I'd have trial and error, and then I've figured it out. You can't, you can also not take something and plant it. And then I, let's say I did my planters the other day. And so I planted these, you know, whatever they were, petunias or whatever. And I think geraniums and planted them in this, in this planter. And then I, I'm like, you know, I, I really don't want them in that planter. So they've been there for three days. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go up and dig them up and I'm going to put them on my back patio and I'm going to put them in a planter over there. And so I take the time, I plant them in that planter and I'm all excited, you know, they look great. And a couple days later, I'm like looking out there and I'm like, you know, I really don't like them there. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put them by our shop. We have a shop. And so um, I'm going to put them out back near the, the shop. And so I'm going to plant them there. And so I take the time and I plant. Well, what's going to happen? Uh, well, no roots are going to go down deep. Um, and they're not going to grow because they're not rooted and grounded. They keep getting moved. Well, the same is true with us as Christians in the day we live in. We have to establish our hearts. We have to, we're in charge of keeping our hearts rooted and grounded and not being uprooted when we don't like something. Now, I know that's not a popular thing to say, but that's just the way it is. It's people don't like something, and so they pull up their roots and, is, you know, and they go somewhere else. And, um, you know, these things are taught in society. Well, you know, that person did me wrong. I, I don't like this, so I don't like this job because I don't think they're a good employer. So I'm just going to take my roots and just uproot them. I'm going to go somewhere else. There's no stability in that. There's actually, that's not godly, uh, you know, and so, and he's saying here, establish your hearts because Jesus is coming soon and we want to have a foundation. We want to have a root system going down. So when the winds of adversity blow our way, it won't blow us off course. It won't blow us, uh, you know, over. I've gone out and we've had, you know, straight line winds before and it took things that we have planted and it just completely knocked them over because there were no root system, uh, you know, ha no roots had gone down deep and fortified that plant and kept it stable in its place. So an established heart is one that's rooted and grounded in the things of God. I'm going to stay planted in my, my local church. I'm going to stay rooted and grounded when things are slow, when things are hopping and popping, and, you know, people nowadays, uh, even in the school system and in colleges and, you know, in all different areas of life, they, if it's not hopping and popping and things are happening and they, it's full, you know, just of activity, activity, well, they're out of there. Well, but that's, that's not 
that's, that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to stay rooted and grounded in the things of God. Where he puts us, we stay. And we stay there until he moves us, until he says, hey, you know, let's go to the next place. Uh, listen to this. A person who invests time with God and in the word of God and receives inner strength from the Holy Spirit that neither, oh, the, oh, let, me, let me start that over. A person who invests time with God and in the word of God and receives inner strength from the Holy Spirit that neither time nor circumstances can weaken is a person who is established. An established person is a person who invests time with God and in the word of God and they receive inner strength from the Holy Spirit that neither time nor circumstances can weaken. Wow. Neither time nor circumstances can weaken. In other words, they're not wishy-washy Christians. They're not looking for the new fad. They're not looking for the new, oh, that church has a new smoke system and smoke and light system in their church. And I'm just using church because that's what we do. It, it, it has nothing to do with what, what is added that way, just in visual kind of things. It's, it's what, where's the depth? Where were you supposed to be planted and rooted? Well, grow there. Grow there, and you'll be happy, and you'll grow in the things of God. Because he said, the coming of the Lord is at hand. So an established person is one who invests time with God. Well, what does that mean? They're spending time with God. They're getting up in the morning. They're spending time with God. Whether it's a few minutes or what they have, their, their, their heart is turned towards God and in the Word, right? It's not just a couple of mumbled words to Him in prayer of the things we want. It's a relationship. And in turn, they receive inner strength from the Holy Spirit, and that strength neither time nor circumstances can weaken. In other words, if you've been believing God for something to change for a long time and it just didn't happen in two weeks, you're not like, well, I don't, I don't believe God's real, so I'm just going to go somewhere else, <laughs> right? So we're established. So I think we've talked about that enough, but establish, he said, establish your hearts for the, for the coming of the Lord as it is at hand. I like this one. Jude 1, 3 and 4. Jude 1, 3, and 4. And if you have your Bibles today, if you're, if you're actually listening to this as like a little Bible study, really, I've said in the other podcasts, these are just highlights, and it's not an in-depth study um, necessarily or teaching. It's a, it's a highlight uh, of things. And so you can take the verses that we're giving, and you can jot them down in your notes, and then you go back and you look at them and you study them and see these things for yourself uh, because we need to be grounded in these things um, and, and, and sure of these things. Jude 1, 3, and 4 says, contend for the faith. Contend for the faith. Of course, we just read in James 5, 7, he says, establish your hearts. Now he's saying here in Jude, contend for the faith. Contend. Well, I'm going to contend for the faith, all right, because I, I want to go forward. So I'm doing something. It's, it's movement on my part. I said this in the other podcast. It's movement on my part. I'm not sitting around waiting for God to do something for me. I'm moving towards him. I'm going towards him. 
I'm applying myself. I'm attending church. I'm getting the notes. I'm writing things down. I'm, I'm getting in my Bible during the week. I'm praying. I'm full of revival on the inside. I'm hungry for him. I'm contending for the faith. So what does contend mean? Well, it means striving together much, like a wrestler <clears throat> struggling against an opponent. Now think of that visual right there. Striving together much, so like a wrestler struggling against an opponent. So I'm contending. I'm like a wrestler. I got my hands on his shoulders. I'm like striving. I'm contending for the faith. I'm using action and momentum and force behind what I'm doing. I'm contending. I, it, it's, um, another definition is a rivalry against difficulties. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting forth effort against difficulties. So many people, and you guys know them too. This isn't something just I've witnessed. I mean, you see it too. They just are so easy. They just quit. You know, they start a job. I don't like it. So they give their two weeks notice. They've only been at, at that job for two weeks. Yep, then they, then they don't like it somewhere else. They quit. They go somewhere else. Yeah, they don't, they don't like this college. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like that. Or I don't like those teachers. So their mom goes to the school board and gets them out of that, out of that classroom. Well, she, you know, and, and then what happens is the kids think that that's how things are done. And so anytime they don't like something, they can just move and do whatever they want. Yes, that is your prerogative, but you never learn much by moving yourself around. Listen, contending for the faith, striving. You are, you are establishing yourself. You're rooted and grounded, but you're, you're also behind it. You're with, with the things of God, you're contending. I'm, I'm, I want more. I've got to have more in my life. Well, we're talking about the real. What is real? Well, real in our lives, the real is the God real. In other words, he is real. His word is truth. I said, God is real and his word is truth. And I'm contending for that. I'm contending for that in my life. I'm, I'm striving against difficulties. I'm, I'm standing in the face of difficulties and I'm not just quitting. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a Christian. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like what that pastor said. That pastor, that pastor, I don't like, I don't like how he put that. So I like the way this church over here puts it because, you know, they put it in a way that's really relevant to, that's such the click word, you know, relevant. I won't even get off on that. But anyway, they, you know, they, they just are so wishy-washy. So they go to the next church and then they don't like something there. They don't, they don't like the way that the children's department did something. And so then they leave the next church and the next church. And then they find eventually, maybe, if they still go back to church, they find a place where they can have their way, right? But they never stayed rooted and grounded in the hard times somewhere else. So their roots never grew down. So they're, they have shallow roots. No, we want, we want to establish our roots, establish ourselves for the coming of the Lord is at hand, he said. And we want to contend for the faith. I like this verse. We're, I mean, hopefully you, got, you have your Bibles out. Um, if not, go back and look at these. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. What does it say? It says, be on the alert. Be on the alert. Notice these words. <clears throat> Stand firm in the faith. 
So the verse before in Jude here said, contend for the faith. Now this verse says, stand firm in the faith. So these are words of not only action, but fortifying and fortitude, aren't they? Not wishy-washy and no backbone. He said, be on the alert, stand firm in faith, act like men and be strong. Ooh, that's good. Man, that, that's good. And so many times people, you just, you know, bless their hearts. You just want to say, no, you just wait it out. Just ask God to help you. Stand firm in that. Support that person. Support that teacher. You don't know what they're going through at school. Don't blast them out for something that your child did wrong. No. You, act, you, you, you do what's right. You stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. So these are words that, we're, that the, the Word of God is using for us much in these last days, in the days that we're living in, to know what's real and what's not real. I know what's real because I know what God's Word says. The, 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 the things that aren't real, they don't have this ter- terminology. The things that aren't real are, are shady. They're all out there. They're wishy-washy. The Word of God is, is truth. It's firm. It's, it's, our, our, it's our foundation. So be alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. And then I like this verse. Here we go with uh, the, our fourth verse. It says in Romans 12, 9 through 11. This is the Amplified. Romans 12, 9 through 11. It says, cling to that which is good. Cling. Stick to. Resist separation from moral excellence. Ooh, we could just go on this one all day long. So it says, cling to that which is good. Uh, when I do laundry, um, I know th- they have things nowadays that it gets rid of static electricity. But, you know, the, those um, bounce sheets that you put in your dryer, you know those, and you put them in there. And um, a lot of times I'll go to put on a shirt. I don't know if this has happened to you, but it, it makes me laugh. I'll go, I've actually gone through a day where it was still in my arm, the sleeve of my arm. And when I took the shirt off at night, the bounce sheet was in my, in my arm. <laughs> and it made me laugh. I thought that was so funny. Why? Because it was clinging to my shirt, <clears throat> probably by static electri- electricity. But so our, our visual here is clinging to that which is good. Instead of why, I, I don't know, other than uh, being deceived, why do Christians, why do we uh, seem to be pulled so far over into what is not good and, and then we look at it and say, no, this is good. No, I'm good. No, that's not good. That's not good what you're doing. And you, and, and, and you know the word of God says that, and you know he wouldn't be pleased with it, but you're calling evil good, and that's not good. <laughs> and so he wants us to cling. In other words, adhere, stick to what is good. Resist separation from moral excellence. Resist separation from moral excellence. Well, why does he tell us these things? Because when we're pulled off into these things, when we're pulled off into our own wants and our own desires and our own lusts and the things that drive us on the inside that aren't from God, they're driving us, which is the enemy, 
we get separated from moral excellence and we start to tell ourselves that wrong is right. Well, and we make excuses for it. People do that all the time. Well, that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. God knows my heart. Yeah, that's the problem. He knows your heart and you're, you're making excuses vocally out of your mouth, but you know when you lay your head on the pillow at night, that's not right. <laughs> and so um, you, can, you can say it all day long with your mouth, but your heart, your heart on the inside knows, and God knows your heart, right? So we can't separate, as a Christian, we can't separate ourselves from moral excellence and be okay. It's not okay to separate from moral excellence. We have to have morals. We have to keep them intact. We can't act like they're, you know, God is okay with the shady things. He said, another part of this verse says, hold on tightly. Stay enthusiastic serving the Lord. So there's no room in this verse for any wishy-washy Christian kind of, oh, laid back, um, uh, greasy Christian kind of stuff, if you know what I mean by that. No, he says, you got to hold on tight. You got to cling to that which is good. God's not going to make you do anything. It's your decision and your choice and my choice. But we, in all these verses, here's the top words in them. James 5, 7, establish. Jude 1, contend. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, stand firm. Romans 12, 9 through 11 in the Amplified, cling to that which is good. I like the rest of that verse. It says, enthusiastically serving the Lord. Enthusiastically. I mean, again, I've said in the other podcast, there is something about somebody who stays enthusiastic. When you lose your passion and lose your fire, it is, it is known to all. It is known to all. And people see it, and, they, and, and it's very evident that you're crusty, cold, and lifeless in your Christian walk. And, and so he says, enthusiastically serving the Lord. The Message Bible says, don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. I'm telling you, when we stay this way, when we live this way, there, I mean, it, it, we know the real. It, we, we just, the Spirit of God on the inside, we're full, we're established, we, we're contending, we're standing firm, we're clinging to what is, what is right, when we're that way, we won't burn out. We will be, we will know what the real is. People will, might show something to us, hey, this is a great deal, you ought to do this. Oh, you ought to take this job opportunity. But there's no good church in that city. I know, but it's great money, it's, gr it's great. You're gonna make bank. Well, you'll know on the inside what the real is. You'll say, you know what, no, that doesn't seem good. That's not what God wants me to do. I, I, I know what, what he's leading me to do by the inward witness. I know on the inside, I'm going to stay put. I'm going to stay rooted and grounded. And God's going to, he can more than make up for my salary. He'll give me things and bless me beyond all that. He'll give me the best job yet right here where I am planted right here. Isn't that good? So we're going to continue on the next podcast on this, but we're talking about the real. We're talking about staying with the things of God and staying with the reality of God and his goodness and his word because they're real, they're truth and they're life. Well, it was great to be with you again. Just know that we're praying for you and your families 
and that we're um, excited about what God's doing in the earth and what he's doing through you and live in everyday revival.